0: Welcome to the Real Estate Raw Show, hosted by Joe Mendoza.
1: Hi guys, Joe Mendoza here in sunny San Diego. Welcome to my show. Thanks so much for watching, subscribing, share with a friend, okay? Today, ladies and gentlemen, we have an exciting guest, and I'm sure you're going to benefit. His name is Casey Chohan. He's the owner of Together CFO. He also runs the CEO Story Podcast. He's a Forbes writer-contributor, he's he's had several podcasts that I'm sure you and I can relate as real estate professionals. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Casey Chohan. how are you? Thank you
0: so much, Joe. I'm fantastic. Thank you for having me on.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for being here and taking time out of your day. So let's share with the audience a little bit about your personal story before we get right into it, okay?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So. As you can probably tell, uh, I'm not from America. So I was uh, born and raised in England as a young, curious guy, got into accounting and finance and business. I then worked my way up through a big corporate company called FloorServe, S&P 500 company. They do like $4 billion in revenue. Started literally at the bottom as an account assistant, quickly realized that that's not where I wanted to be. And climbed the corporate ladder up for eight years with three relocations, the last one being here to sunny LA, which is where I currently live, just up the road from here. Um, And then started my own business in 2016. I always had that drive to help others and add value and quickly realized that that value wasn't really being utilized in corporate America. And then started my own business. So we then specialized in CFO services for smaller businesses and entrepreneurs, helping them scale business and finance strategy. And then more recently pivoted that into taxes, where we found there's a huge issue here in America specifically, but globally also, uh, where people are just paying way too many taxes. And when you look at the stats over... 80% of the people overpaid on taxes in 2019 per the IRS. So it's a pretty crazy number.
1: I'm so glad you brought that up. And thanks for sharing your story. Now let's talk about that because taxes is something like a lot of realtors, fix and flippers, agents, they make good money. However, when I coach or consult with them on a one-on-one basis, I mean, I remember my mentor, he was selling a hundred homes a year. And I was learning the ropes. And then one day we drove to, you know, one of the local banks and he was about to cash his check and he goes, Joe, man, the IRS just levied my account and I was in shock. Here I am getting ready to start my career and he tells me he has a major IRS problem. So let's jump into some of the current things that are going on with the economy and how to kind of navigate, what do you see? What do you see what's going on, Casey?
0: So it depends what really happens with the presidential run-in, right? Right now we're at a crossroads, whether it's gonna be Biden or Trump. Either way, um, taxes, they're not going away. There's still a problem there to to solve, regardless of if Biden comes in and starts making drastic changes. Um, The issue's always been for the, the level of person that is making good money, How do you reduce that tax burden without having to constantly find new deals or flip or 1031s or whatever that the current strategy is? Because you know better than anyone the amount of time and research and effort it takes to find that good deal to roll into. Um, Especially as you get closer to the end of the year, if you've got to do that deal, you only have a set amount of time to get into it. It makes people need to have a backup plan. So what we do is we create tax structures that can provide that backup plan, that alternative strategy to having to keep going out and buying real estate uh, over and over again.
1: All right, let's dive a little bit deeper on some of the strategies, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, you know, you could throw out random examples of X amount of dollars somebody's making per year. You know, I know some fix and flippers, averaging 30 to 60,000 per flip, you know, they're making, you know, sometimes on the low end, you know, just a little under hundred thousand, some of them, you know, sky's the limit. You know, you've got these fix and flippers doing a million dollars a year. Same with agents, you know, low end 30 to 40,000 a year high end, you know, I know some realtors, I know one who's a personal friend of mine making about $10 million a year.
0: Perfect. Yeah. So let me add more context and color. I know that was a bit brief at the, at the start. So if somebody is paying the IRS over $200,000 a year, then let's just use that as a, as a starting point. If you're underneath that, there is enough loopholes and rules and regulations that you can use to kind of mitigate down and get down to a, a reasonable tax rate. So what we're specifically talking about is the the next group above that 200K threshold. And we're not talking about anyone who's making W-2 income because you can't get away from that, which is why all the top CEOs, all the companies pay themselves very little or they take stock options or other forms of income rather than W-2 income because they know we can't get away from paying taxes on $20 million of a W-2 income, right? So there's definitely strategy involved and it's the same for anyone. So if you are, a real estate broker or agent or flipper, and you're paying the IRS over 200K, you've got to look at other options. The options that the strategy that we put together is in the 1041 world, which is complex trust structures. So it's a multi-layered trust structure that then leads into a private foundation, which then allows many of our clients to fully optimize their tax rate and get into the low single digit tax rate.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. So some people are kind of relating, uh, what's the benefit of a 1041 versus like a SEP IRA or a Roth IRA or something like that, which is very common to real estate professionals.
0: So a lot of these, firstly, there's hundreds of different vehicles out there and I'm not issuing any financial advice, but uh, there's lots neither of either am i by the way yeah. <laughs> for
1: the audience just a disclaimer neither am i <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: disclaimer we, we're in america here and we don't want to get sued or anything that's right but generally speaking there's lots of different vehicles you can use for tax purposes a lot of them have fees attached to them and those fees are either deferred or paid annually and the taxes are deferred or paid you know there's There's so many different tools out there that I can't really comment on all of them. All I can talk about is what we do and the pros and cons of that. But generally speaking, um, once our structure is set up, it is multi-generational. So it's not tied to any one person. It lasts forever and it could pass down from you to the wife, to the kids, to the grandkids and so on and so on. So it's a one-off setup. And then every year, is the regular maintenance that you would do, like with any business or with any structure, where you're making sure you're following the guidelines and the rules. And yeah, so if you just look at putting your money in the stock market and you, you're paying the capital gains, as an example, so you put let's just say 100k into an ETF, just to make things simple. That's going to track the market and it's going to go up and down. When you want to cash that in, you're going to have a huge taxable event because, in theory that should go up over the course of time and that taxable event would happen when you're taking the money out. So there's going to be a huge capital gain if you're in California, like we are, you're going to be paying around 35% of that to the government. So that's just gone straight away. If you've got a system like ours set up that mitigates against capital gains against those other things that can come and bite you in the butt, if you're not careful, um, then you're setting yourself up for real wealth generation. And then when you use that wealth in smart ways, your money starts making more money for you. It's compounded in a smart way, not like simple interest bank's going to give you. We then have advanced strategies in place that can guarantee returns. Now, no financial advisor can say that because that's forbidden for them to say that there's a guaranteed return. But you can, as an example, look at, a billion dollar company called mass mutual who does whole life insurance policies and they do issue guaranteed returns. And why wouldn't you want a guaranteed return from a billion dollar company that's been around over a hundred plus years, as opposed to a mom and pop around the corner that you don't know if they're going to be in business next year or not. So there's definitely things out there. And Tony Robbins writes about this in chapter five of his book money, where there's tools and tricks. If you know what to do, you can put your money into investments and the beauty about the way that these investments are written is you put your money in and the whole amount compounds, and then you can take money out, but still the whole amount. compounds. An Example in real estate, you could put money into a policy, then remove the money to put a down payment on some real estate and still have that full policy working for you all tax free. If you're in the right structure that allows you to do that where there's no capital gains, there's no inheritance tax, um, and it keeps life really simple that way.
1: Absolutely. I'm, I'm getting it because I've read several different books around it. I also read Tony Robbins' Money Master the Game. So I do understand that for some yeah. of the honest that are still kind of lost or trying to get some clarity, uh, would you consider yourself a financial advisor, a tax strategist? all of the above what would you share with my audience what uh what should they kind of identify you as or one of their advisors or potential advisors
0: yeah so we 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 would identify as the tax strategy and execution so not only do we provide the strategy the legal paperwork the actual tax filings and defense if you need it so anything to do with the taxation side of your business we handle as a white glove service from beginning to end. So you don't need to have three different types of lawyer, five different types of attorney uh, and CPAs and tax. You know, you don't need all of that because we're the one-stop shop for anything related to tax strategy.
1: Perfect. And so you have those folks on hand or are you affiliated? Are they part of your um, payroll?
0: Yeah, we have a big team of, of people from bookkeepers to CPAs to insurance agents that we partner with. And yeah, we have a great network of trusted advisors as well. So we kind of create a, a subsection of a family office when it comes to tax advice and tax strategy.
1: Yeah, beautiful. I'm glad you mentioned that because there's very few people that have ever reached that um, next level of the business. Uh, with Family Plateau. There are some that I deal with and are also listen to this show. So um, share with the audience just a little bit about what you mean when you say family office.
0: So yeah, so family office is a term referred to, but ultimately all it means is if you have a, a net worth that's high enough, usually in and around the 30 plus million mark, that you have this team of advisors that works fully for you and your businesses. Because at that point, it's usually more than one type of business. You've got multiple types streams of income, whether that's real estate on top of an operating business or two. So you have a team of lawyers, of CPAs, of tax advisors, of wealth management, all working 100% of the time to grow your family's wealth, which is why it's called a family office. Um, and now it's getting more popular to have multifamily offices, which is a few families having that same group of advisors and now online multifamily offices as well with with everything going remote. So definitely look into that um, if your net worth is, uh, is of that standard.
1: Very nice. Very nice, Casey. So I appreciate you sharing that. You're, you're dealing with very affluent people. Uh, The folks that are listening to the show that are in that category, how would you say this market is um, doing as far as opportunity that's getting presented? um, Your professional opinion, what what should they be doing right now to prepare or to mitigate risk?
0: Yeah, so there's a couple of things. If we just look at the economy uh, from a macro perspective, we... We're going to go into a recession very soon, probably next year. Interest rates are all-time low. So, you know, this is definitely a cash-rich environment. If you've got cash in your pocket, then you can going to pick up some great deals. That's businesses. That's real estate. That's pretty much anything that's going to go. I think right now things, at least in the LA market, which I can speak to, uh, are still getting sold very quickly. There's, There's still a lot of demand out there, but come next year when evictions start happening, delinquencies start happening, uh, people will start losing their houses and jobs and all of this knock-on consequence, which I think will probably be around Q2 next year. There'll, there'll be more opportunities for uh, strategic business investors to pick up businesses and properties and real estate and really uh, double down on that dip.
1: Love it. That's the kind of advice I've been sharing too with my clients is cash is king. You know, yeah. get really cash heavy because there's going to be some major opportunity. You know, in 2009, 10, 11, there were some really, really great deals in real estate. And I agree with you. I think that market's going to start to present itself again. And you're cash heavy. This is a, it will be a great time to jump into the market. Now, do you have any favorites as far as any asset classes in real estate? retail, industrial, multifamily, mobile home parks, anything like that, that you have a favorite on?
0: Yeah, two, two of my personal favorites, and again, is not me giving advice, just telling my opinion, is self-storage units. Uh, mobile parks are, are always solid. Um, you know, residential has taken a hit. Obviously, as people look to downsize um, medical buildings that are, elect- uh, sorry, that are, that the plastic surgery buildings or elective medical is always solid. Even during times of COVID, we found that they were closed for a small number, a small period of time, but then they came back really strong. Um, So, yeah, they would be my uh, top categories.
1: I love it. I love the way you think, Casey. All right. So um, before we went on a show, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, Casey's one sharp, sharp fella. And he shared something about um, this product that he's using. And you also had a podcast episode about scaling your business. Now, there's a lot of entrepreneurs that also listen to this show. Any tips, words of advice on like how to quickly scale with the last few minutes that we have on a show? Any, any big, big tips that you could give them right now that you're seeing in technology or AI or anything like that?
0: Yeah, obviously the AI market is about to explode and and we have some clients in that space that are the 10x in their businesses right now because they can't keep up with the amount of demand. Uh, But it's looking at where where do you think the shift in technology is going? If we look at music as an example, where it went from big record players to now it's just all on the cloud, what were the steps that that evolved over? It was... LPs, it was CDs, it was USB, and then, you know, now everything's on an iPhone, you don't even need a second device. What's the progress from that? So the progress right now is everything automated, everything AI-based or VR-based. So if you can get on that wave, whether that's with cyber currency or cyber storage, as an example, every single second that goes by, there's more and more data being created. Where's that being stored? So it's about reframing that question to say, what's the biggest problem I can solve? And then how do I solve it? Because the more value you add, the bigger your paycheck's going to be.
1: Love it. Love it. That was a great, great tip. Now, some of your business has systems, CRMs, um, different programs and softwares. Any favorites that might be applicable to the real estate arena that you favorite?
0: Um, for organization, we use ClickUp. is It's a CRM tool. It's quite good. Uh, we've tried loads of others, whether it was monday.com or there's a lot of them. ActiveCampaign is really good for trip campaigns on email and follow-up and keeping in touch with people. Uh, they are Obviously, they both link together. Um, not real estate specific, but generally, LastPass is phenomenal to store all your passwords in one place. We've we find that's great. And then, you know, uh, tools like Slack are, are really good uh, as long as as well as all of the Google suite and the Microsoft suite, which kind of goes without saying.
1: Perfect. Perfect. Those were some great tips. Some of them I haven't even heard of, so I'm going to have to check them out myself. So I love the way you scale. I love the way you automate. I love the way you think. Uh, for our audience, anything you're promoting, um, great way to get a hold of you, anything like that, Casey?
0: Um, No, I'm not really promoting anything, just trying to add value to people. And if you are looking to save money on tax, capital gains, or just wealth transfer, then feel free to hit me up at uh, togethercfo.com. Take a look at the website and be happy to speak to you.
1: Love it. Love it. Well, thank you so much, Casey, for being on our show, adding incredible value, your words of wisdom. I wish you all the best of luck. Thank you
0: so much. And thank you for having me.
1: Wow, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. I hope you learned as much as I did or more. So guys, look at the comment thread. If you've seen something or heard something, wanna learn more about something, please put it on the comment link below. If you're not a subscriber yet, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Go ahead and smash that bell to hear the latest and greatest on the show. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. I'm putting this channel together to hopefully add incredible value to you. And if you want to learn more about investing, you're new to investing, I highly recommend this book, Flex with a Plex. Also, this book, if you're having some challenges, as you can see, everybody on the show had some kind of adversity, including yours truly. So I shared a lot of that on making a comeback, giving you some incredible tips to make a comeback. So get either one, flex with a Plex, or make it a comeback. If you want to get more tips, go ahead and go to joemendoza.com. Again, subscribe, share, like, make a comment below. I really, really appreciate you. Want to add incredible value and wish you all the best in your success in real estate and in life. Take care. Our company is not responsible for the success or failure of your business decisions relating to any information presented by our company or our company programs, products and or services.